welcome back. This is the soft count. So we're revamping our segment, uh, Friday Night Pick'ems, to we're just going to call it Fight Night Pick'ems. And part of that's because there's fights on some of the other nights of the week. <laughs> Especially, you know, last night was a great example of I got stuck watching NBA playoffs till about 1 in the morning, and then by the time I get on to do my picks for tomorrow night, which would be tonight, it's already like 2 in the morning, and so it's not Friday night anymore. <laughs> so we're going to call it Fight Night Pick'ems going forward. So let's do it. Night pickups. First fight of the night is Elise Reed and Sam Hughes. This is this is a really interesting fight, believe it or not. Elise Reed has a lot of talent. She's a really serious person. I can't remember exactly what sport she played, but I'm or she was like a coach for college or she's involved in some collegiate athletics. She's got a she's a real athlete. And you can see it. She's not a real she's not a pro fighter yet. She's getting there. But neither is Sam Hughes. Now the big concern with Sam is that Sam's a grinder. She like works really hard in the ring. She just tries her hardest. And that's always a concern when you see these kind of anytime you fight somebody that tries their hardest all the time, <laughs> there's always a chance for an upset. I think Elise Reed gets it done. She's minus 154. But it's a coin flip fight. It really is. Watch out for for the upset there. I think I really do believe you can go either way. If Sam comes out with that high energy like she likes to and just keeps trying and trying and trying and, and Elise gets worn out, she might struggle. But Elise Reed is a better athlete. Even though when you look at their bodies, you look at Sam Hughes and you're like, oh, she's jacked. It's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Elise Reed's a better athlete. Trust me. The next fight is their up-and-comer, well, they thought was their up-and-comer, Chase Hooper, the All-American boy. I don't like his body type. He's he doesn't have any like <laughs> it's just like skin and bone on his chest. I, I I'm not a, I'm not in love with this dude. And the last time I saw him fight, he did win, but it was ugly. I didn't I didn't really I'm not in on him. I think Felipe is gonna pound this kid. It's a minus one eighty nine for Felipe. So the next fight is really interesting. Vince Morales and Jonathan Martinez. Jonathan's been one of these dudes I've made a lot of money on now. He does a lot of things well. Good striker. Likes to get finishes. I only had one fight recently where I lost some money. I believe he lost a decision, and that kind of hurt. I was bummed. <laughs> but he, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm all in on him tonight. I'm back in on the Jonathan Martinez train. He's just made me too much money, and he does too many things well. I like him. He's minus 270, though. That kind of sucks. I'm going to have to find some ways to make money on him. Uros and Omar, the next fight. Uros is significantly taller. And meaner. <laughs> I'm not sure how this fight's going to go. I think Uros is probably our first upset of the night at, at plus 119. Not bad. <clears throat> so earlier in the week, I had brought up this... Jaelton Almeida and Parker Porter fight. Like, why is this? Why are the odds like this? <laughs> you see why. I mean, listen, I've seen Parker Porter fight a lot. I don't think I've ever seen him win. I, I, it seems like every time I see him in there, he's fighting some monster. I mean, he's in a heavyweight division. I just I don't remember seeing this dude ever win. It seems like he's always on the losing end. 
This Jailton dude I've never seen fight before. He is fucking huge. And young. And by all purposes should win no problem. So we'll take him. I'll have some tickets with uh, Parker on it though. You just always have to take... Anytime the odds have changed, the, he, this Jailton dude was minus seven something, and now it's down to five eighty eight. It just tells you experience does play a role. And Parker Porter, you never know. I'll probably have I'll, I'll have some money on him. Always do. Allen and Joseph Holmes. Uh, Allen. Allen is probably going to try to wrestle. He's got the name right. He's got that Russian name. You just never worry. You're always worried about that. But Joseph Holmes, man, he's got long arms, nice striking, good kicks, good punches. I don't know. I had my initial reaction was I'm going to take him, but it's like every time you do that, and then these Russian guys just start wrestling, and it's over. So eh, I've changed my mind. Give me Allen at plus one seventy. Junyon Park I've, has cost me so much money. I, they call him like the turtle or some shit, you know, like the ninja turtle or something. I can't, I can't even remember what they call him. Something like that. He looks like a turtle. This dude gets it done somehow, some way, all the time. I think Eric Anders is is going to change that script. <laughs> I think Eric Anders is going to go in there and murder this dude. Eric Anders is plus 180. I had brought him up earlier in the week. I've been keeping an eye on him all week. I get Jung Young Park is a dog. The dude can fight. There's no doubt about it. He likes it. He He's hard to get out. But, yeah, I'm taking my boy Eric. The next fight hurts my soul. I think Tabitha Ricci is going to beat Pollyanna. But Pollyanna is... Mm, mm, mm. Bummer. Give me Tabitha Ricci at minus 128. Pollyanna. Whew. You're a looker. Next fight, Chidi and uh, Dusko. Give me Chidi at minus 270. He, uh, big boy. Long arms. Strong. I like it. Haven't seen a lot of either of those guys, really. I mean, Dusko I've seen fight twice now, I think. I'm not sure if I've seen him in the UFC yet, though. We'll see. I'm pretty sure once. It's been a while. I haven't seen either of these guys fight in a little bit. Michelle Pereira. Always active, always works hard, always puts on a show, is always doing wild shit, jumping over the fence and bouncing off the walls and shit. Give it, give me him at one uh, minus one forty-five. I like it. The last fight of the night is the epitome of does hard work beat talent? I mean, Catlin Vieira to me has the most, some of the most talent I think you can have as a female fighter. She's got hands and size. But when I look at her body, I think she doesn't work very hard. And then when you look at Holly Holm, you're like, oh, my God, she works really hard. Less talent, older. And she's going up against a young up-and-comer who, in my opinion, is not working hard enough. Just knowing what I know now about fitness and things, like there's no reason. There's literally no reason to not be jacked. <laughs> Or at least cut and ready to go. Strong as you can be. I just worry about that. I think Holly Holm gets this done. I think hard work is going to beat talent here. Uh, when talent doesn't work hard. As old KD said. Give me Holly. Now, initially, 
my initial bet, I had Joseph Holmes winning the fight with the uh, the Allen Amadovsky fight. We'll see. I'm going to make some tickets with both guys on my parlay tickets. If you're looking for just straight-up bets, I probably wouldn't take that fight. I'd probably take Eric Anders at plus 180 as a, just a solo fight. That's probably one of my favorite fights of the night. And I'd also, if you're looking for just straight-up money, Felipe Colares to beat Chase Hooper at minus 189, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. But if you put $100 on a parlay that we just made the whole thing, that's thirty nine grand. 100 bucks gets you 3900 39 grand nah, that would be sick right but yeah so my my main fights to circle if you just want to do a straight up bet on a fight would be uh Felipe over Chase Hooper and uh Eric Anders over Jung Young Park I like both of those fights I also like Tabitha Ricci over Pollyanna she's minus 128 that's just a nice bet if you want to put some straight up money down and then um yeah those are the three I would take and then on parlays, it's a, it's a whole other thing altogether. If you're looking for some hot parlays, I got a one of my favorite three-way parlays this weekend is Michelle Pereira at minus 145, Tabitha Ricci at minus 128, and Eric Anders at plus 180. Those three give you plus 742. 100 bucks will win you $842. Pretty, pretty hot. Nice little two-way prop parlay I like is uh, Holly Holm by decision is minus 102. And then Pollyanna by decision is plus 285. That puts us at plus 660. $100 will earn you $762. Not bad. And then before we sign off, let's do our dollar on all the favorites and see what we get this week. By the way, last week we had a couple fans um, play ours and... The podcast went nine and two, and they actually made some extra parlays with the extra two going the other way. So we had a couple guys hit all the fights last week. Send them in, pretty sick. So that's a you know basically a, a perfect fight night in the last two months, one for each month now. Pretty dope. So I'm just entering in on my uh, my picks here on my gambling site of choice. So all of the favorites this week. Is only plus eight thousand, so a dollar will get you eighty-five bucks. Not the best, but we'll go ahead and enter that in. Boom, we're in. So that's our fight night pickums. Fight night pickums. Just want to remind everybody to you know leave a review for me, hit a follow, hit a like, you know whatever whatever it is, whatever platform you're on, it helps me out big time. Haven't I'm looking for that feel good feeling again. <laughs> I'll be watching Formula One this weekend, the Spanish race. Leclerc looks fast. Red Bull is having mechanical failures again, which is not a really big surprise. But, you know, he's still starting next to Verstappen, or I think maybe maybe on the second row Verstappen is. I, I missed the very end. I know Leclerc got first on the quali. But that doesn't really mean shit anymore because Carlos Sainz has not been able to cover off anything or help in any way. And the race starts on a straight and Red Bull's faster on the straights and so we'll see not in love with Leclerc and the odds are going to be great this weekend if you're into it if you're into betting on Leclerc or racing at all let's take a quick look Formula 1 so the race tomorrow now that the 
Quali is in. <laughs> See, that's what I mean. Charles Leclerc is plus 150. He's not the favorite to win the race, and he is starting on pole. Max Verstappen's the favorite to win the race, and he's not starting on pole. Ferrari's struggling. It sucks. I'm a Ferrari fan. I like I like Ferrari. I used to like Max, but then when I finally got my wife into Formula One, she uh, she fell in love with Charles Leclerc and then started hating Max Verstappen a couple years ago when they were like wrecking into each other a lot and really racing hard. And so I had to stop liking Max. My wife wouldn't even like talk to me all week when they would wreck and shit. <laughs> so, I mean, I've always liked Sebastian Vettel is my favorite driver in my era. He's sweet. Just a sweet dude. Like, cares about the fucking planet in, a, in the right way, not like some fucking media thing. that You know what I mean? It's not like some crazy media shit hype train or some trying to raise money. He just cares. He just does his own shit. He questions his own racing. Like, should I be doing this shit? Like, I don't even know. I'm flying all over the world. He's just a really thoughtful person. I really like him. Uh, also cutthroat as fuck on the track, which, you know, I also like. <laughs> So check that out this weekend. That's going to be a good race. That'll be tomorrow. Fights are tonight. I'm looking for another big weekend. Hope you guys have some luck and, a good, you know, have, have fun. Hit me up on Instagram, at the soft count. And, uh, you know, shoot me some DMs. Hit me hit me up with your questions. I, got, I did actually have one question. I had a guy ask me why. What the hell is this guy's name? Hold on. Let me bring him up. I forgot I had a. Vlad. Vlad asks why you not why do you sorry, this guy his English is not ideal. Which is sweet. He's a sweet dude. He asked me why I don't why I don't talk about Russian fighters more. On my first podcast, I had brought up why. And a lot of that is the UFC is if you're a wrestler in the UFC, you're probably dominating and you're probably not getting the fights that you want to get. Dana White and the powers that be, they don't want wrestlers to be the champions because they don't sell tickets. They don't make money. Knockouts sell tickets. Get people. You see these guys that are dominating a match. It'll be like the third round, and there's this dude is dominating him wrestling, and the entire crowd is booing. And it's like they just don't get what they're seeing. And so a lot of times the, the Russian fighters that I – that's why I like Piotr Jan so much. He's not, he's not a wrestler. He is just a fucking banger. But then he lost to a wrestler last time. And that sucks. Because you want... You don't want that shit. It's boring. And so some of that's that. It's not that I hate Russian fighters or by any stretch of the means. I mean, they're some of my favorite fighters to watch. Like I said, Piotr Jan was my favorite fighter. I, I can't think of a better fighter. And then he, But he lost recently, and that really... You know, took some of the wind out of his sails. I appreciate the question, Vlad. Hit me up again whenever you want, man. I'm the only person on the Instagram. I'm the only person that runs the podcast. So, you know, however you got to get a hold of me, feel free to. Enjoy your weekend, guys. Late.